You're listening to CKVS 93.7, the voice of the shoe swap, and this is 25,000 Miles. Welcome to the show. It is Friday night and we are live. I'm your host, Josh, and with me to my right, the pillar that holds me, the salt in the swat, the titan of terror, the colossus of clout, the king of crash, the only man to be just as feminine as he is masculine, the one, the only, Reverend Jolie Vanderkool. Oh! (laughs) There we go. It is good to be here. Yes, the two of us together at last. I, you know, it's been a whole week w- without you, man, and here we are back again, doing what we do best: is speaking nonsense into a microphone, talking jibba jabba into the microphone. <laughs> uh, now the Reverend and I today are headed, of course, into the Ozarks, man. Into into the area where it, it was just a dream that we would make it this far. And here we are. Now the dream's fighting back. Yeah. It's Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Arkansas. Not your Kansas. Our, Our Kansas. Kansas. Uh, I <laughs> All right. Now we got a lot to cover. Let's get this, uh, let's get this firecracker lit there, big guy. And so we're going to play uh, A Good Fight from Arkansas. And this is a song called Rips Like a Motor. And you're listening to 25,000 Miles on 93.7 CKVS, The Voice of the Shoe Swap.
Oh, sorry. Here we go. And that was the big cats. <laughs> that song ended, and we we're just still talking about yeah. it. Note to Successor is the name of that song. And before that is um, 4 p.m. today with a song called And Then the Hurricane. No, it's just p.m. today. No, isn't it 4 p.m.? It's p.m. today. Oh, it's p.m. today. P.m. Okay. today. All right. Just that's... happened to be track number four. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe I should look at my notes. Oh, Reverend. Oh, Reverend. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, two really good bands that we discovered with our research uh, on these places. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I want to talk a lot about them, but I also want to play more music, and I also want to get to news headlines, and I also want to play some more music. Okay, well, all right. It's a more of a more t- more rock, less talk kind of episode. I, I guess it might be. I, I, you heard enough of my voice tonight. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. This uh, let's push on, man. Yeah. This next uh, band is called. This is the Big Cats. A song called "Note to Successor" on CKVS ninety three point seven, the Voice of the Shushwap.
That song ended abruptly. There's a lot of songs we come across right. that just end abruptly. We were actually they paying do. attention that time. It just okay. Stop. So that song was Shake Ray Turbine to Kill Birds with Stones, and before that was The Big Cats. Yes. With song Note called? to Successor. There you go, man. Okay, I did it. All right. Go get it. Go <laughs> High get five. It, me. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, it's that time again, Josh. It is that time again. Here we go. And... Record, record of the, the week. week. All right. That, uh, that little introduction there goes out to Chris. Yeah. That drives Chris absolutely insane. He said he was going to write a, an intro for He's gonna us. He's going to record us a new intro for that. I don't know. I like, I like I, the, I, Yeah, I like the way we do it. I like the lo-fi drum roll. <laughs> All right. So, my man, where is this record coming from? This record's coming straight from Folsom Prison, boy. This is... Johnny Cash, live at Folsom Prison. Mr. J.R. Cash. That's right, man. For record of the week. Oh, such a great record. The picture on the front has got, like, it shows the sweat running down his face, man. Like, that's... Yeah, he was playing. He was oh, yeah. playing. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that, uh, that particular concert was made famous with the Walk the Line movie. That's how the movie starts, right? He's at Folsom Prison? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was no. not at my mic. No, that's cool. <laughs> you know what? There's some really neat stuff written on the back here. Um, actually, there's like a whole a whole poem written by Johnny Cash called Folsom Prison Blues. I, I don't think we have time to read it right now. But no, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, maybe what we'll do is take a picture and throw it up on the uh, on the old Facebook. Yeah, the old social media. Yeah, on the old social medias. Anyway, uh, we're going to play a very cliche song. We're going to play the, the opening title track. We're going to play Folsom Prison Blues by Mr. Johnny Cash. And this is Record of the Week. And you're listening to 25,000 Miles on 93.7 CKVS, the voice of the shoe swap. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. 
the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps a rolling on down the San Antonio. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep a moving And that's what tortures me
Seven Shot Screamers, the song called Better Off Dead. And before that, we heard the one, the only, the legendary Mr. John J.R. Cash. Yeah, Folsom Prison Blues, live in Folsom Prison. Live in Folsom Prison. I, I always thought that that was a great idea, and that any band that I was in, I would be like, let's play the local prison. Let's play a prison. Right? And then it's like, well, I don't want to play for, like, murderers. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of, well... You never know. There might be local, uh, I don't know, penitentiaries and facilities that might be listening to 93.7, man. You you never know. But also, there's, like, different severity of prisons out there. Yeah. So, like, I'd I'd play to, like... Minimum security. I'd play to, like, robbers and stuff. (laughs) Tax evaders. (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) Tax evaders. Now, last week... (laughs) I didn't stab them. I just cut them. Now, last week, we introduced a new segment on 25,000 Miles. That is 25,000 Miles News Headlines. Joel, take it away. This week in the news. A French member of parliament has proposed that mockery of accents be outlawed after an irate politician derided a journalist's southwest pronunciation before asking if anyone had a question in understandable French. Leticia Avia of President Emmanuel Macron's ruling party said she was proposing a bill that would classify such mockery with other forms of prohibited discrimination, such as on grounds of sex or race. She did so after a journalist from Toulouse in southwest France asked former presidential candidate Jean-Claude Melon about an anti-corruption investigation of his hard-left political party. In an exchange widely relayed on media and social networks, Malone mimicked the journalist's accent and told her she was talking nonsense before turning away and saying, has anyone got a question in more or less comprehensible French? The Speaker of the House replied that the term comprehensible French is an oxymoron. The Speaker went on to remind Malone that although sticks and stones would indeed break bones, mimicry would always get laughs. Addis Ababa, a former president of Ethiopian region, was arrested on charges of human rights abuse and stoking deadly ethnic clashes, tried to escape by climbing out a window while while police said on Friday. Abdi Mohamed Amer, a former administrator of the Somali region, was forced to resign on August 6th and arrested weeks later after violence broke out in the provincial capital of Jijiga. Excuse me. He has since been accused of presiding over widespread rights abuse, including torture. In his escape attempt, he broke a window before being caught by his armed guards. In a statement to the press, the guards said that Mr. Abada 
would no longer enjoy the privileges of potty breaks on his own and will need to have his hand held at all times to avoid further naughty behavior. (laughs) Here's a good one. The city of Savannah, Georgia, has its eyes out for a vandal who put googly eyes on a statue of Revolutionary War General Nathaniel Green in a prank that has Facebook users rolling with laughter. The city government posted a call for answers to Facebook on Thursday, including photos showing the Green statue with the expressive eyes. Who did this? Someone placed googly eyes on our historic Nathaniel Green statue in Johnson Square. The post said, It may look funny, but harming our historic monument and public property is no laughing matter. In fact, it's a crime. Once they're able to pinpoint who did it, they'll probably be able to figure out why that happened, Green said. As for why someone would set their googly eyes on the statue, police have yet to see a reason. Because it's friggin' funny! That's why! (laughs) A Texas man's beer run has gone viral after a surveillance camera caught him carrying five cases of stolen Bud Light out of the store. Police in Arlington are looking for a wide-eyed suspect and are using social media to try and track him down. Here is a textbook definition of beer run, the Arlington Police Department wrote on Twitter. This beer baron swiped five cases from a convenience store in the 5,000 block of Little School Road and took off. The department shared two still images of the suspect. In one, he is lifting the cases of Bud Light. Then, the other shows him looking over his shoulder as he sneaks off with the cases, which he did not pay for. The photos may be comical, but police are hoping they help identify the suspect. He is believed to have taken off in a gray Dodge pickup. The police department asked anyone who recognizes this beer baron in these viral photos to please just give us a call. (laughs) On Google Maps, a supposed UFO was snapped over Hamilton Parish, Bermuda, near the Aquarium's Caribbean exhibit. From a distance, the UFO appears to be flying over Bermuda's Harrington Sound body of water. The dark, fast-moving object is shaped very much like a classic flying saucer-shaped UFO. The UFO can be found under the Google Maps coordinates 32.323628-64.738612. Reddit user Ushaigai, who saw the Google UFO photo, said, That's actually pretty crazy. Many of them suggested the UFO was actually a small bird flying in front of the Google's cameras. Reddit... Redditor Taste the Rainbow said, That could easily be a bird. Another comment from user Launchbox attacked the discovery for asserting it as an extra, extraterrestrial object. The supposed UFO discovery is not the first time people have claimed to have found bizarre and unexplained objects on Google Maps. In March this year, online conspiracists claimed to have found an entire alien spacecraft hiding between two mountains near the South Pole. Another potential UFO was found on the South Georgia Island near the icy continent of Antarctica. After closely examining all relative evidence, one thing becomes abundantly clear. Not only is this globe lousy with aliens, but these nerds have way too much time on their hands, and it is strongly recommended their parents increase their chores immediately. 
It appears that a high school student in Davis, California, baked her grandfather's ashes into sugar cookies and gave them out at school on October 4th. Yes, people ate them. And yes, this is a real news story. It was reported in the Los Angeles Times. Apparently, some of the sugar cookie eaters knew about the ashes in the cookies before they ate the cookies. It's probably a pretty good guess that most folks would agree that baking a dead person's ashes into sugar cookies and then feeding those uh, crematory confections to teenagers is a bad thing to do. But how bad is it really? At least from a health perspective. Live Science reached out to a microbiologist Rolf Holden, director of the Center for Environmental Health Engineering at Arizona State University's Biodesign Institute and an expert in environmental contamination for an answer to that question. Holden said he didn't want to comment on the case in particular because the Davis police are investigating the incident, but shared his views on the practice of baking cremated human remains or cremains into sugar cookies and feeding those sugar cookies to other human beings. It turns out that in some circumstances, it might not be much of a problem, at least in terms of making the cookie eaters sick. Cremation essentially mineralizes the human body and produces ashes that are rich in carbon and not much of a health concern. Hayden said, this isn't toxic. It is not like it would carry any diseases. So the verdict on eating sugar cookies with someone's grandfather's ashes in them from a purely health and safety perspective is it's probably not a big deal. But one of the teenagers who ate the cookies told the Los Angeles Times that the ashes looked like tiny gray flecks and had a texture of sand crunching between your teeth. Plus, you know, you just ate a dead guy. And that's 25,000 Miles news headlines for this week. And that pretty much brings us to the top of the hour. Uh, that was fantastic. Those were Now, keep in mind, these are real news headlines. These are news headlines that I found, or Joel and I have found, actually. Th- th- these are real things. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's a, we just put our own little funny spin on the end. Yeah. And, little uh, dad jokes at the end there. <laughs> uh, if you would like to get a hold of us, you can at 25,000milesradioshow at gmail.com. We're we, found on all the oh. Insta Twitter books. Sorry. Fine. No, I was going to help out. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are on. 